Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, November 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Friendship Friday with the Crypto Crew, hosted by the Matic Man. Let's take a listen. Again, we welcome you to Friendship Friday. I'm getting some flack from our moderator, PGM. If you notice, he's got the Tupac, um, the Tupac avatar below, and he's not liking the music I played. He's wanting to play some Tupac. I apologize, PGM. If Tupac has a good song about friends, maybe we can plug that in next week. But again, we welcome you. Good to see you in the house. Uh, It is always great to see some of our community in the spaces as well. We really appreciate what our moderators do. Uh, PGM and Scottish Lass are with us, and we love these individuals. They're so important to our project. Community is everything in NFTs, as we know. And so anyway, I'm Tony a.k.a. The Matic Man, and I'm glad to be in the house with you. It's morning time in Beijing, China, 7.03 a.m., uh, wherever you may be globally. It may be, uh, it may be early evening for you. It may be almost midnight for you, but wherever you may be, whatever time it is, welcome to Friendship Friday. It's actually Saturday for many of us already, but uh, anyway, welcome and I'm honored today, excited today to have my dear friend, Big Booms, co-hosting with me. Uh, Big Booms is a busy man. He's a moderator for Space Skellies. He works also as community manager for Full Spend Mining. He's also a moderator for the Doghouse. And then he's moderator and ambassador for the Kadena Wolfies. Big Booms, greet our guest today. Hello, how's everybody doing today? Glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. That was a nice little surprise. I didn't have anything going on. So, <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate you jumping in. We had someone that had to back out last moment, and I was, I was corresponding with Big Booms, and I said, let me ask him if he'd like to join us. He does a lot of co-hosting and hosting of spaces. In fact, I was in one with him earlier this week. He co-hosted for uh, Crypto Crew and also for Full Spend Yacht Club. Is it a different name now, Big Booms? I don't want to say the wrong name. Uh, well, we are in the middle of changing the name. Um, it will become Full Spend Mining, so we are slowly getting everybody acclimated to that before we make the big, the big, you know, brand change. But uh, it just seems more specific for what we're doing. Um, Yacht Club was a bit of an homage to the uh, Board Ape Yacht Clubs, and you know Riley appreciated what they did to the to the space, so it was a bit of an homage. But uh, on further thought, we just kind of he just kind of decided to drop that, and and I guess take you know take some questions out of the whole thing because you know Full Spend Yacht Club doesn't really scream a mining project, so. We just wanted to get more clear cut and and more plain and simple with what with what we're doing, just uh, to make it better. So probably within the next week or two, you'll see a rebrand. 
So you can call us whatever you'd like. But right now we are officially Full Spend Yacht Club, but it will cool. be going to Full Spend Mine. So. Well, again, thank you for being in the space, co-hosting with me. And we have some incredible projects. Uh, we have a Pachenko is here and we have several reps from them. And I'm going to let them go first in just a moment. We're excited to hear more about their project. Uh, we also have Tyler from the Lost Hope Society, my dear friend, and they've done just incredible things. And he can tell you where they're at on their roadmap. They have some exciting things coming up in the very near future. And Tyler has also recently assumed the role of COO for the Crypto Crew. Uh, many of you know that uh, I'm now the content manager for One Planet. And with me taking that role, we thought it might be good to reorganize the structure of the Crypto Crew. So Manny, uh, Manny V is our CMO now. He was already head of marketing, but he has a little bit more uh, flexibility to make decisions with the project, the CMO. And uh, now Yup, who's also known as the Meme Lord. Uh, he's our CFO uh, working with our DeFi, with the NFT Fi aspect of the project. And Tyler is just an incredible individual. And we hope he'll pop here in the space in just a moment. He's our COO now. He's sort of heading up operations for Crypto Crew. So we're excited. He's going to talk about the Lost Hope Society. And then later he'll talk a little about the Crypto Crew. And then we also have our good friends from the Escape Verse. Daniel is in the house as well. And uh, they just had a mint on the 18th, just a few days ago, and we'll give it, get an update from them. And maybe we'll have the doghouse uh, jump in as well if we're able to get them in. They minted it a few days ago, want to get an update from their project. And again, it's great to have Dave in the house. And, and Dave, uh, I hope you'll come up to the mic. I, I know you've, got, you've had a busy day. If you have a few moments before you go in a few minutes, I hope you'll grab the mic and and just give a greeting, let us know maybe about how, uh, so if there are any updates with Polygon Alliance, we'd love to know that. GP may not be in a position, GP, the co-founder of Matic News. If you're in a spot where you can speak, I hope you'll request the mic in a few minutes and just give us an update on how things are going for you and for your amazing project. But let's begin with Pachenko, whoever's going to go first from you guys. We're so glad you're in our space. We're looking forward to hearing more about your project. Go ahead. Hey, hey, this is uh, Kung Fu Kenneth. Um, I'm one of the people speaking for Pachenko today. Um, and I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having us, man. Uh, I know that uh, it's a lot the day after the holiday for a lot of us. So, you know, thank you for being here. Uh, so, you know, we're just trudging along and stuff. We've got a game uh, that we're building and stuff. And we've got a token that we're trying to push out on pink sale, pre-sale. Uh, that's coming soon. Um, yeah, I'm gonna also let Visto talk because he's he's got some things he wants to share as well. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we have a enough time to dive in. First of all, thank you so much for the space. Um, and for me as well, shout out to Dave. Uh, I've seen Dave all over the space. Same to you, uh, Medic Man. And it, it's great. And thanks so much for having us. And I, I think Dave didn't expect me here, but I mean, it's crypto. You never know what, what happens next. Yeah, exactly. It's always, exactly. Uh, every day is, it's a day-to-day -day thing, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, I can't really keep track of the day sometimes. Uh, I think everyone is kind of the same. So, yeah, I mean, that's crypto. Yeah, well, 
You know, uh, right now for us, we've got like a lot of things going on with Forge 21. Uh, they're doing like, it's like what, what a week long um, competition. Yes, uh, seven days uh, games. Yeah, seven days of games. Uh, we just got done with our uh, Hanzo one in the channel today. It was pretty fun. I saw Fisto uh, dominating someone in Gardic. That was pretty. <laughs> I was like, but, oh, but I mean, I couldn't win. I couldn't win. Oh, you couldn't? <laughs> I, yeah, no. well, I jumped into that and I was like, oh my god! Like, there's, I can't even get my an, an inch in here, man. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I like uh, the things that you guys have made for, um, you know, the things for people to do and stuff. And it's a, it's an easy way to get engaged and, you know, it's easy to get points and stuff. So it's pretty fair if you want to have a, a chance to get at, the, at this prize. So I think it's pretty awesome. Very nice. Tomorrow we're doing a poly doge, right? Yeah, I mean, the idea of the contest is obviously to create some awareness of what Forge 21 is doing. I think... Not many are aware of Forge 21 yet, since I think they have been accumulating a bit like in the dark, to be honest. Um, I think going forward, especially on Polygon, since most of us are like born on Polygon and building there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think going forward, like uh, we will see a lot of more things coming from Forge and uh, Pachinko. Okay, we are not launching on Polygon, uh, but I mean, that's where our heart is in the end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. I think all of us, a lot of us got our start there. So yeah. it's pretty important to us still. Um, yeah, I, for sure. I think Forge 21's pretty much jumped into crypto like headfirst, which I think is incredible for a gaming company. They're, if you guys don't know, they're the gaming studio that is behind Pachenko's uh, game that we're building. And they're also, you know, creating the Hanzo MMORPG, which is hopefully coming out very, very soon. And then they've also created the Bolt a new game. So, you know, they're, they're pretty, I would say they're pretty deeply invested and they're picking up momentum here. They're like working like as hard as Polygon is in my opinion to pick up, you know, partnerships and people to work with. And I mean, most of the people that they're encountering, uh, working with right now are Polygon affiliated. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked. About yeah, I think what, what, I want to share more, but I can't, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I, I think. Oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying it's so interesting, as you said, it's almost every week. Uh, Forge Twenty One is partnering with someone else, and I joke with with Tim's an incredible founder. <laughs> yes, uh, sure. that he's building an empire right before our eyes. But we're really excited for Forge Twenty One and for your partnership with them. Yeah, I think what makes it special with Forge or, and everyone here, like, I think what Polygon, like, as a founder or, like, the project project does wrong, in my opinion, is they don't really care about the community. And I think that's why we all are here or are all coming together. It's the same for you, Magic Man. I think it's the same for you, Lost Hope Society. And it's the same for Dave and uh, the Polygon Alliance. Like, there is no real common place or like a community like on other chains. I think it it just like really the people on it who, who, who do it themselves in the end. And I think going forward, that's the best way to do like to do it on, on our own, build together, doing those market conditions. Um, that's why I, I pinned the tweet from Forge Twenty One, like with our game gaming competition. Not all the uh, project involved are. Uh, 
from Forge 21. And uh, I think that's just one way to do it. Like, have Absolutely. some fun. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a tragedy from Polygon's part uh, and their lack of investment in their retail community people. Um, but in the absence of them, we've created a community of our own through Matic Man, through Matic News, through Polygon Alliance, all those things. Uh, people really came out like strong, you know? So I think that just from that, you know, we're we're doing pretty well. I think we're doing a lot better than most of the other chains communities and stuff. I think it's a little slow right now, but the momentum is there. Go ahead, yeah. Dave. Dave, right. wanna, uh, I think I be a good place boy, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want you guys to continue, but I'd like for Dave to chime in here as well. Yeah, I, I just think this subject right now with what Polygon are doing and how they've interacted as a corporate kind of entity um, over the last sort of six months with with the outside of crypto world is telling. And you can see with their partnerships with One Planet, with uh, Magic Eden from an NFT perspective, and and the protocols and projects they're partnering with outside that that their focus is on on GameFi essentially from an NFT perspective, um, and um i i'm kind of with these guys a lot you know we've 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 built some incredible exposure from nothing as a community by coming together and working together um it's been phenomenal to see but to the point where i've had conversations with magic eden because magic eden have come to me that's what we've been able to create together and if we can do that in a year um you know we can be a, a genuine force to to be contended with across all of crypto i reckon within the next two to three years come the end of the next bull run so um i'm really excited about the potential that polygon gives us all to work together i'm massively chain agnostic and understand that different blockchains give us different opportunities um and and uh, approach different use cases for different end users um so uh you know polygon if they don't pay attention you know they're going to miss out and and i'm i'm feel very strongly about that if they if they don't look out for us um they're going to regret it later on totally agree you're spot on with that and yeah and i did want to ask later in our space uh, just give some thoughts from the from our group about the partnership now with magic eden and where you see that going the potential there and i definitely want to but we're glad tyler's in the house as well our dear friend Hey party, people. hey, party people. Hey, party people. Dave, nice to see you still up late. We're doing good here in the UK. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here, guys, as always. Um, yeah, the Magic Eden thing is awesome. Um, I can't go into too much details, but yeah, they're awesome. Um, I've had a conversation with them recently, and uh, if all pans out, I'll be able to share more information. And I think just speaking to one of their representatives, they're coming into the Polygon space a bit differently than I thought they would, in a good way. Do you mean I, I can't represent them right now and I can't say they're going to be amazing, but from all the conversations I've had, they're coming into this space of basically what I was told in a meeting I had is that there's the Polygon, Polygon projects have been making noise and it's been noticed. What Dave said is absolutely right, and I feel this from a big level, that the gamified side of Polygon has been highly represented. At the end of the day, look at the collaborations and then look at the partnered projects. So a partner project on Polygon Studios is somebody who Polygon has invested money into. 
they're all games. So, and I, I completely agree with it. I completely agree. If if they miss out, they're, they're going to kind of fall behind on the trend of their own blockchain, which is a bit crazy to me. But what you guys are saying are absolutely right. That at the end of the day, do you mean in any company? Do you mean you you can have the best engineering company in the world? But if the engineers aren't any good, it doesn't matter. And if the engineers don't believe in the company, they're not going to make you money. And that's the thing that I think they need to realize. And sometimes it's the it's us to keep making the noise that we are and they'll catch on. They'll catch on because at the end of the day, what happens when gaming isn't the hottest thing? There's going to be a community that kind of, and I'm going to be honest, doesn't need the top developers' help. Because we already would have made our own platform, our own communities, where be an awkward conversation if Polygon have to come to their own <laughs> their own Polygon projects and kind of ask, "Hey, can 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 we do something with you guys?" And we've been like, "Hey, got our own thing set up, you know, you're two years too late, kind of thing." So I hope they take notice. I really do because you Polygon projects, I love every one of you. You're crazy, crazy people in this bear market. I'm one of them. We won't give up, and we just keep cracking on and losing money, and I love it. <laughs> Bring on the bull. Hey, I'm ready for the bull as well, man, 100% ready. And thank you, Tyler, for those comments. And, you know, Magic Eden, that I, I was a little surprised earlier in the week. Of course, YouTube had, had tweeted out like a purple heart, and so there was the speculation of a partnership between Polygon and, and YouTube, and then people were – saying maybe it's a partnership between Polygon and, and Google. And so we were hearing all of these these rumors and these rumblings. And and I the Magic Eden partnership caught me off guard a little. That wasn't one I was anticipating. Uh, it looks like with Magic Eden, the focus is going to be, as you've already said, on the game side, the gaming side. And I still think, of course, Dave and I, are we, we work with One Planet, and I still think there's that door of opportunity for one planet to really harness the i know a lot of nft projects have games as well but really harness the nft projects and just a little alpha with one planet we're in the process now of really trying to develop two weekly spaces that would try to bring the polygon nft community together i think it's really important and so we're hoping to launch that within the next week uh We've written some music. We've we've got some professional intros, outros. We're trying to like step that up and really trying to provide a platform uh, for Polygon NFT projects, like a, a hub where we can go and get encouraged, where we can get alpha, that we can support one another. I think it's really important. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, but again, it was a big week. Of course, with Polygon, it seems like every week's a big week. Something's happening this last year. But anything else from Pachinko, we're going to come back to you. But we're really excited about what's you know, your again your partnership with Forge Twenty One uh, is huge, and uh, total respect for Tim and and I know Chris and a lot of the team there. Uh, huge partnership and provides a great platform for you. But anything else you want to say up front? Uh, you know, honestly, right now, not really. Um, we we've got things in play and stuff and. Pretty much what we're gearing for is just our our token sale and stuff. So, you know, I'm I'm just looking at this Magic Eden news like everyone else and kind of speculating on it right now. So, 
I think yeah, it, it it's some great news for everyone on Polygon involved since like obviously Magic Eden was very big or is the biggest on Solana and like we all saw the news and like I don't personally that's just my personal opinion I don't know why why you would trade or use Solana network that's just my my thought and I think it's great news that those people who are hesitant but they like Magic Eden and what they built and uh, you know the trust they established so far that they are bringing this over to Polygon. So you have the eyes from Solana now on Polygon as well. And you see the, what, what they built over there, but you have like the stability, the scaling, what Polygon offers. So I think for me on everyone on Polygon, there's some great news going forward. You, you mentioned about people using Solana. And again, I, I hope Solana does well. One of our crypto crew superheroes is Soul, uh, based on Solana. And we just wrote a Solana song uh, this week. Hopefully it'll be ready in a day or two. So we hope they do well. Uh, a lot of a lot of people have been bullish on Solana. I think, and again, they offer the scalability and the low gas fees that Polygon does as well. I think the concern has been the security issue and, you know, some of the uh, you know, some of the, it's gone down several yeah, times. Yeah, the validators, for me, uh, at least. Yeah, there's been some concerns about that, that and with Polygon being built on top of Ethereum as a layer two, uh, Polygon's been able to avoid some of those security issues. And, you know, that we talk about the, the crypto trilemma, you know, trying to solve all of those problems of, you know, of speed and scalability and the low gas fees and, and trying to, to get all of that is, is sometimes difficult. And Polygon, I think, has come close. And I, by the way, please don't think I'm being a Matic maximalist. I'm trying to be more like Dave, uh, chain agnostic, because I think I want all chains to succeed. But, uh, but anyway, some good thoughts there. Tyler, man. Hey, buddy. If you don't mind, if you don't mind doing this, I, you're founder of Lost Hope Society, of course. And I want you to start by speaking about what's going on with your project. But then later on, if you have time, as the new COO for Crypto Crew, toward the end, could you pop back in and give an update where we're at with the Crypto Crew? Is that okay? Absolutely. I am okay. everywhere. I am right. everywhere. That's the thing. I'm everywhere. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a Matic Maximalist. So yeah, I hate all the other blockchain. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Call me in a funny mood tonight, guys. I think I'm a bit tired. Let's get my professional founders hat on. Yeah. So um, actually, I'll speak about Crypto Crew first, if you want to, mate. I'll, just get, I'll speak about Crypto Crew first. It's fresh on my mind. I was That's actually fine. Working yeah. Okay, so I'm the founder of the Lost Hope Society. Uh, me and Tony have been great friends for a while. And due to his new work commitments, I've happily taken over as a coup of the Crypto Crew. And Crypto Crew and Lost Hope Society have a lot in common. Could we use the same developers who are OX pioneers and we use the revolutionary protocol? And that's not a joke, which is a harvesting protocol where we, from a smart contract level, we mix fungible with non-fungible assets. And I'll explain more about that when I speak about Lost Hope Society. But with Crypto Crew, we're pushing forward. Uh, I finished their tokenomics. We are pushing forward for a private slash non-private sale of 
tokens and NFTs together to establish liquidity for the crew tokens. And me and the team have been working extremely hard to kind of push forward. Because to give some context, Crypto Crew had the terrible disadvantage of being one of the first projects to launch with what we call NFT Fi in a bear market. So we're very transparent and very transparent to Lost Hope and Crypto Crew. The mint didn't go exactly as planned, but they have the best concept, the best team. Tony has really laid the groundwork for, for the crypto crew and we're doing everything we can to push forward. But where we're extremely lucky is it's not just crypto crew and also society, it's NFT fight. And we believe in this new movement that we're going to bring. So a lot, it's not about, to me, just building up Lost Hope Society. It's about building up crypto crew and, and, and Polygon as a whole. So that's what we've kind of been doing with um, Crypto Crew. We are currently in talks with a major DEX and we're speaking to them from a development level. So that's with myself from Lost Hope, um, Crypto Crew and our developers, OX Pioneers. We're, trying, we're speaking with a major DEX to really implement our own product to kind of really push out into the market this link between tokens and NFTs. Because if you don't know, eventually once the liquidity has been sorted out you'll be able to mint a crypto crew nft and then over a set period of time the crew tokens will be allocated to you so when i say that you're probably thinking okay so tony has a big wallet that has all the crew tokens and he's going to send them to you like you've heard a thousand times before no they are minted into existence, into supply by holding your NFT from a smart contract level. And that is allocated to you. You have a set amount, is 20,000 are allocated to you and they emit or harvest over time to you by holding your, your crypto crew NFT. And at the same time, it will level up as it goes along and that will give you more benefits within the DAO. And it's just something you haven't seen before, I'll be honest with you. And with Crypto Crew, I think where they differ with Lost Hope is with such different projects, but at the same time, we, we have really a lot in common, but our own standout things that define us as well. And I, I'm really happy to be working with both projects. Is that good enough, Tony, for the Crypto Crew update? Man, <laughs> spot on. on. Spot is that okay? Tyler. Yeah, spot on. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I'm happy to speak about Lost Hope as well if people are on board. Can I get some hearts in the room? If, if I get one heart in the room, there we go. Right, you've done it. I'm going to speak about it now. Hey, there we go. <coughs> if, you are in a, if you couldn't tell, I'm a crazy Welsh man from uh, the UK. So I'm not as sophisticated as Dave, our Englishman, who, uh, who, who speaks with respect and rapport. With me, you've got a Welsh man. So the Lost Hope Society, what are we? We started out by myself. I was a founder. I started the Lost Hope Society. And, and from a more serious level, I suffer with something called borderline personality disorder. Um, it means that I really struggle with my own identity and I really struggle with kind of finding who I am as a person and I, my emotions. And I've been in crypto since about... I think I'd be, I've been in crypto, I say in crypto, but I've, I've known about crypto since about 2015 and didn't invest in anything, so I never made millions, so don't worry about that. 
But then it comes to the point where I found out about these NFTs. And I, I've always loved art. And I thought it blew my mind that you could. I never saw them as JPEGs. I saw straight away that you had these non-fungible tokens that were attached through wallets. And it blew my mind. So I wanted to start my own project. So we, I started the Lost Hope Society. And in a kind of a, a cynical way, I wanted to create a project where everybody did have an identity, where they had their own factions. They had their own place to call home. So the 10 factions were born. From the 10 factions, we got 10 faction leaders where I started an application form just for people who wanted to be leaders in a project but not having the barrier to entry where they had to buy an NFT because at that point, the market was doing even worse. So I got my 10 faction leaders and they've been with me ever since and they're amazing. But then from there, we look to, well, what do we want to provide? And I seen in this space, utility was everywhere. What, what are we going to do with utility? And I'm going to be honest, I looked at the space and I thought, is a merch drop utility? And it's honest, I looked around and I thought, what can we do in this community to make it better? What can we do to be transparent and give people actual things that they this interest in? First thing I ruled out was we can't do a game because I'm not a game developer. So we wouldn't use buzzwords and say, oh, we're going to build a game because we can't because we don't know how to. And we're not VC funded. We are just a bunch of normal people that have built up through our core team who I've met along the way, who are just amazing people that we went from myself to now we've got a core team of six amazing people in it. So we, we within the Polygon ecosystem we were extremely lucky to meet some very influential people and i think the biggest ones were OX pioneers where they took my idea of 10 factions and there was going to be faction members and kind of a gamified hierarchy system and then they showed me nft fi which completely changed my mind on everything so what our project stands for is we are going to have faction members and there's this, we've got the faction member scrolls. There's going to be a thousand of them because when you can only mint one, we, we want to do one for ones. We want real community. We don't want a 10,000, 20,000 piece collection where people load loads. We want this for the long term. So we've got an expansive roadmap of what we want to do for the future. But I think to dial in, I don't want to speak about what, what we were doing now. So once you hold one of our scrolls, it's a little bit different to Crypto Crew where you will be emitted 250,000 hope tokens over a year. And as that year goes on, each month you will level up from zero to 12. So when your first month comes of holding your NFT, you get a level one and some tokens. The choice is yours. You could sell your tokens and you go back down to level zero, or you can hold and you'll get to level two, three, four. And as you get higher, you get more tokens. These tokens are going to have liquidity because we're having a private sale. Um, which is going to be our faction captains, where we're going to establish liquidity before we mint our actual project. The reason for this is we want to be able to, the, you're going to have a bit of that fun where you're holding one of our NFTs and there's a token attached to it that's going to have a price. So at the end of the day, you've invested in our project. If you want to sell those tokens and earn some money back, that's up to you. But if you hold, what happens is, is as your level goes up, you get to, we're going to have a DAO that's tiered. So in traditional DAOs, you can have a DAO where if somebody holds loads of tokens, they get more weight of a vote. We don't find that fair. Everybody has the same vote in power, but there'll be different tiers of votes. 
which is fair as well, because if you're a level 12 and you've held our tokens for a year, I feel that in the DAO, you should be able to vote on the really critical things on the project. And then people who've just entered still get to vote on the day-to-day things as well. And that's our plan for NFT fight. And when we say NFT fight, it's because it's not NFT staking. It's not. And I'm going to be honest, if you look at a lot of things in the space, not really on Polygon chain, but they're, they're not real. It isn't NFT staking. It's you're getting given a token. That's, it doesn't mean anything. We, we want to give people real liquidity but, and real utility because I love DeFi and I love NFTs. And when I found out there was a way to interact at a smart contract level, it blows my mind. And I feel it is the future because there's so much that can be done with it. And me and Tony are scratching the surface of what our X pioneers can do. And what's even more astonishing is they have their own project called 315 Guild that did this last year. It's, it's, they did the, the bare version of what we're doing. We're building upon them and they're, they're sharing with us what we can do and what we can make possible. And we really feel it is the future of this space because it, it's gamified without the game because there's a gamified aspect to it. Do you want to sell? Do you want to hold? And then one of our later phases is going to be a character phase because we love PFPs and you want to actually have a playable, well, not, not a playable character, but a character you can look at and resemble with and it ties back into that having an identity. But the main thing about Lost Hope Society, behind the do you mean big goals we have, we also have the law which is a really great story we're telling. But I think the, the the core of everything is we just want to be different and actually give utility to people without there being a hype or a massive price tag attached to it. That The only way you can get in on this is if you're super rich and you know the right people. We don't want that. We want entry for anybody. Anybody can get in at any point. Um, the earlier you get in, the cheaper it's going to be, of course. But we want to give, we want to stop barrier to entry and kind of eventually get to the point where the community can kind of decide what they want to do within the project. Because you're going to have 10 different factions. They're going to have their own little different rules. So within time, it's going to be 10 projects within this one. That's what we envision anyway. But yeah, that's what we're up to. Thank you so much, Tony. And I'm Thanks, Tyler. Wonderful job. Let's do this. We're about halfway through the space. We'd still need to get more people in here. We've got a lot of uh, incredible uh, information that's going to be shared, Alpha, uh, uh, some opinions that are going to just be maybe even revolutionary. And so let's tweet out the space now. Let's get some more people in here. I want them to hear from, we still have a few guests left. Uh, we have some people in the house that have popped in that I want to bring up to the mic as well. And so let's tweet out about the space. Uh, this has been good so far. It's been great to hear from Pachenko and also from Tyler, Lost Hope Society and Crypto Crew. And uh, let's get let's get a word from Daniel from the Escape Verse. They minted on the 18th. Tell us how things are going with you guys, Daniel, and give us an update on the Escape Verse. Well, it's not Danny today. You got hey, it's Christine. Hey, Christine. Yes, indeed. Hello, hello. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, Hello. you as well. I know I'm not usually on spaces, but lately I've just been been really getting into them. <laughs> well, great. But, We're excited about your project. Please give us an update. I love my puzzle head that I got last week. 
I know. I was so excited when you minted. It was amazing. And yes, that is one of the updates in that we are minting live. Yes, indeed. Um, from our mint party back on, back on like a week ago um, on the 18th. And we've just been having so much fun because launching mint and announcing mint set some things into motion, very, very fun things, namely the escapades. Um, and that is our overarching, all-encompassing game within the Escapeverse, where our newly minted puzzle head holders can play puzzles to earn brain cells and eventually burn them into IQ to change their NFT on the blockchain to change their NFTs IQ on the blockchain definitely stopped because my three-year-old came in. I thought she was going to make an announcement to the, the whole Twitter space, but she didn't. Sorry. Whew, that was a heart attack right there. Um, <laughs> yes, but to change your NFTs IQ on the blockchain and actually create your, like, oh, you're in charge of your own rarity. But with the escapades, um, there's so much excitement because if you rank on the top of that leaderboard, there's cash prizes. And there's also going to be, because this chain of reactions has just been set off, bi-weekly contests after this, uh, the close of the escapades, which is a two-week affair in and of itself, for more cash prize opportunities. We are just just so excited about rewarding our puzzle heads. And so that's like our biggest announcement that December 5th, chapter one of the escapades begins. But um, just leading up to that and adding hype, because we definitely want our, uh, you know, players in the community to have as much of an opportunity to play as possible. We have a Black Friday all the way to Cyber Monday sale. And for those of you who don't, who don't, know what that is. It's basically this Friday to Monday sale where normally it's 0.04 ETH, but we have slashed that in half. And so for 0.02 ETH, you can mint a puzzle head directly on our website, escapeverse.io. So I know just so many, so many good things, so many things to uh, report. And so I'm just really happy I was able to share that with you. Thank you, Christine. And many of you know this already, but she operates an, an IRL escape room in Seattle, Washington area. And with COVID and, uh, you know, some of the things that transpired worldwide because of COVID with lockdowns and so forth, uh, she started a virtual escape room. And it's incredible. She's done an amazing job with it. And she's, they're so good to work with projects and give your community an incredible evening. So you ought to add her and reach out to her about her project, how they can help your community. And the puzzle heads are, I don't, did you do the artwork, Christine? The, the puzzle heads are unique. They're, I love the puzzle heads. Who did your art? <laughs> so my art is puzzle design. But no, my art for my puzzle heads, also my website, and the game of the escapades is all done by uh, my artist and his crew. And they're called Luminous Max. And they are absolutely phenomenal and so you know just heading onto our website you know what you see is what you get and it's all 4k quality phenomenal art and the puzzle heads themselves just because yes indeed i am a, an escape room owner i was actually a little late coming on because i had to do an interview for a new game master but uh, <laughs> you know it's it's just what you got to do when you're an nft founder and a business owner and nine months pregnant with a three-year-old but anyways continuing um the uh train of thought is gone. 
the whole train of thought is gone. Oh, my escape room. Yes. So I, <laughs> the attributes for our NFT collection for the puzzle heads, they have very interesting outfits and a lot of them are different themes of escape rooms. And so, you know, there's that little Easter egg in there to find out what the different themes are. And if you, if you're an escape room nerd like me, if you've played those themes. So we have fun with it. Uh, one thing that I am doing, though, for this sale, now that you mentioned escape rooms, trigger word for me, um, anyone who has minted up until Monday night um, is actually going to be in a raffle to win two free IRL escape room tickets of an escape room in their area or ETH equivalent. But we're just, you know, breaking down barriers going web three to web two to reward people in real life so that they can play escape rooms and of course virtual escape rooms are on the horizon um as as you know my my award-winning virtual spell struck and more to come there so there's just so much fun to be had um and then i guess the final update because danny and i discussed it and we loved it and we are just in a a good mood of you know thanksgiving giving thanks to people this holiday season and that we have extended our offer for free virtual spellstruck for NFT communities. So if you reach out to us and um, we just have the one, not, not quite stipulation, but just a, if you really enjoyed it, you could mint one of our puzzle heads show it as a founder, and then you get to have up to 100 players play a virtual Spellstruck escape room experience in your community for free. That, that is incredible. And it really, that's something that would be worth probably one ETH or something, you know, what it brings to your community. You think about what escape rooms cost in real life, maybe 25 or $30 to enter an escape room. And they're going to allow 100 of your community members to take part in this virtual escape room. It's a really big offer. I hope you'll reach out to Christine. Congratulations. I didn't know you were nine months pregnant. <laughs> Congratulations. I hope things go well. Thank things are you. going to be live and, and wild around your house with a three-year-old and an infant. But, uh, and as, as a founder. To say the least. Yeah. I, he, my, my unborn is literally due on Christmas. And Wow. We'll see how that goes. Well, so what, are you, what are you doing with all your free time? I mean, <laughs> sounds like you have a very empty day. <laughs> I know, right? There's so much time. Yeah, it's you know, um, I I just wish I could even like sleep in, but my toddler alarm clock is seven thirty, rain or shine, weekday or weekend. So, um, yeah, you know, I I have all this extra daylight to try and find some free time, but you know, it's just, <laughs> you think things are getting easy with like a potty trained three-year-old and things like that, but then the newborn. So yeah, my free time will be called nap time. <laughs> well, thanks again, Christine, and appreciate you popping up and letting us know more about, you know, what's going on right now with the escape verse and giving us an update. Thank you so much. I wanted to make a quick connection. Maybe there's already been a connection made, but Dave, I didn't know. Do you know Rob from Salty Sharks? Uh, Salty Sharks is in the space. Do you guys already, have you met already? No, no, I don't think so. You guys are have so much in common. You're just the kind of people you are and, and the desire to help others support projects. Uh, Rob just really, I recently organized a group of projects he calls the Web3 Coalition and uh, just does an incredible job. There's a group called the Collab Center as well. I met Rob, I think, through that group. 
And so I don't know if he's able to speak, but I hope you guys will add each other. I think there's some some connection that might be beneficial there. But uh, Rob is just a great guy. We really appreciate him and his project. And Rob, there's no better than Dave and Polygon Alliance and, and what they're doing just to help not just Polygon projects, but just Web3 projects in general. So, yeah, really excited to have you guys in the space today. And Big Booms, do we have the doghouse here? Yes, sir. They did pop in. So uh, I brought up uh, Breathe from the doghouse. So they minted this week. Let's hear an update from the doghouse. Uh, Can we get uh, some some barking uh, sounds or something from the uh, doghouse? That's about it. <laughs> That's the best you're going to get. Oh. Hi, guys and girls. How are you going? Oh, dear. Doing good, man. How are I'll you? <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're feeling good, mate. We're feeling good. Tough market conditions out there. I think uh, minting two days after the FTX collapse was uh, awesome timing on our behalf, but nothing you can do once you set that ball in motion. But no, it's um, look, after the initial pump, it died down a bit. So we've been working all week trying to come up with um, new ways to re engage the community and just yesterday released loading new information, new bounties, um, which have got it going again, which has been really exciting. Um, people mint certain traits, they get um, stars back. We're uh, going to be ramping up NFT giveaways, um, just anything really to give back to our community. So that's exciting. And uh, I'm particularly excited. We uh, Yesterday I sent our first payment to One Tree Planted. So we're just waiting for the certificate back before we uh, post proof of that. But we've uh, just planted over 600 trees, which we are very excited today. Can you tell us a little bit more about the uh, your partnership with One Tree and, and what exactly your NFT does and what it is doing? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like. Ecology and uh, eco-preservation is uh, incredibly important to our team. Um, one of our founders, he actually owns his own sustainable surfwear brand. Uh, that's Brent. Um, one of the other founders works for a company removing plastic from canals in a major European city. So it, it's very important to us. Um, and we've got a partnership with One Tree Planted, which is a charity in the US that plants trees all over the world. So we've made a commitment that every NFT that's minted, we will plant a tree. Um, and it's going to be an ongoing partnership. So we're then going to be sharing um, royalties at Infinium, basically going going into the future with any future collections we do, and also share royalties um, going forward. So um, it's just the beginning, and super excited to be doing that with them. Um, we can choose where we want the trees planted. So yesterday, uh, the for the first batch, I committed to planting the trees in fire damaged areas, so reforestation, uh, which is something in Australia is very close to our heart and we'll probably open it up to the community to see where they want trees planted in the future. That's super cool. You know, I love projects like yours that are giving back and that have this, you know, one of their primary goals is to make the world a better place. We really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, cheers, man. It's, um, it feels good to give back and that's, that's one of the things um, that we can do in Web3, you know, the whole the whole point is to try and make the world a better place. Um, a lot of us founders, we've got kids and, you know, growing up, I want to be able to look them in the eye and say that we did we did try and do things. We did change, you know, what, what's been happening to the world. Um, and it does make a big difference. So we're really excited to do that. One thing I will say, it did take me about an hour, convert the stars to Bitcoin and then get it to the company. So 
Um, we're a little way away from mass adoption, I feel, on that point. Go ahead, Dave. I've really enjoyed just sitting here kicking back and listening, but, um, you know, the crazy person I am being midnight in the UK very shortly, I've got to go and talk to someone else. Um, and I wanted just to say something before I uh, before I went. Um, Tyler, uh, that person behind the Lost Hope Society, um, is going to be picking up uh, some things within Polygon Alliance, and I'm, I'm really excited to kind of announce that here publicly for the first time. Uh, primarily, it's going to be working with the partners that we've built, uh, so GP, um, Zalgo and uh, Tyler uh, and myself will be figuring out a plan on how we can reach out to people like you who we partnered with um, a while ago and how we can help push uh, exposure. Um, and Tyler's primarily going to be uh, hopefully doing spaces or Discord chats so uh, people can get you know reintroduced to the community of creators that, that we've got behind us. Um, if you get a moment, check out polygonalliance.com um, and pop into the Discord. There might be something going on in Spatial that we've got access to uh, NFT Miami or uh, our Basel, one of them. I, I, there's a lot happening at the moment, but there's some more information from CC in the Discord. Um, I think it's a first come, first serve type thing, so you might want to go and check it out. Um, and yeah, just really enjoyed listening to, to the chat tonight, the positivity about the space um, and like kind of the bullishness and the resilience uh, it, it kind of makes me stand up a little bit taller and, and just know that there are good people out here trying to trying to drive genuine change. Um, and uh, final thing, um, I'm reading a book called What We Owe the Future. Um, and uh, if anyone gets a chance, uh, start start looking at it because it talks about critical junctures in, in human society um, and the vast amount of people that there could be to come after us. Um, are we at a point now where we get to define how the values of that future looks? Who knows? Um, but it's interesting with the technology uh, breakthroughs from a philosophical point. Thank you, Dave. And thanks for popping in. We always enjoy having you in the space. And um, someone else, uh, and get some rest, by the way. Uh, I didn't say anything about, I know it was a draw between the U.S. and, and England uh, earlier today. But a draw for us against England sounds like a victory because I think England is much better. I think ranked fifth in the world. But anyway, I hope I didn't spoil that for anyone who had it recorded or whatever. But uh, anyway, thank you, Dave. Take care. Uh, don't I'll worry. Wales, Wales got the job done, didn't we? We got the job right. done. I wanted to do it just before Dave left. Bye, Dave. Everyone's in the top 20. Everyone's in the top 20 in the world. Tough group. That's right. Anyway, cheers, guys. Take care. Thank Take you very care. Much. And then on, didn't, didn't Wales get rolled by Iran? They did Come lose, on. yeah. Let's not oh, sorry, that, that. that was kind of a point. That was, that was kind of the oh, point. Did I say <laughs> that out loud? Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. It's Tourette's. <laughs> this it's, is why it's I should never speak about Welsh football ever. That's what happens. Yeah. Oh, at least well, Gareth Bale played well. If we mentioned the doghouse and, and what they're doing to give back, Salty Sharks is another project that's giving back as well. And I just I'm just blown away by what they're doing. Go ahead, Rob. Tell a little bit about what you guys are doing with Salty Sharks. Oh God, I haven't actually prepared any pitch or anything for this, so I'm just going to have to wing it um, because I've been running around doing housework today this morning. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, yeah, we're just continuing to to mint uh, along organically as we've been growing for the last twelve months. Uh, very much like uh, the Doghouse, we're an environmentally focused project. Um, our purpose is marine conservation, specifically sharks. 
Um, really excited. I mean, I, I'm probably not going to go into a huge amount of, of detail, obviously, but really excited by the latest announcements out of um, – there's been a convention on at uh, Panama called uh, CITES, and our real-world conservation partner, Fins Attached, have been there um, representing uh, and supporting shark conservation efforts uh, globally. So this is a convention where all the government's uh, representatives from around the world attend and they, they talk about um, you know, measures to protect various species. And uh, it's really exciting because uh, out of this particular convention, there's been proposals number 37, 38 and 39, uh, and 88 countries have voted uh, to um, protect uh, all the shark species in the Requiem shark family and the hammerhead sharks, uh, as well as guitarfish. So, this means huge amounts of protection uh, for shark species that have been particularly vulnerable to um, shark fin fishing um, and um, illegal fishing efforts. So, you know that's that's a huge that's a huge step forward for shark conservation, which is amazing. And you know our shark partner, our conservation partner, has played a huge role in in um, bringing that to fruition at uh, Panama. Him him and his team are there, and they've been lobbying governments uh, for the last two weeks to make sure this happens. So. When things like that happen, and, and, and we've been contributing to that by, you know, our mints, every time someone mints one of our NFTs, um, funds go directly to purchasing uh, research shark tags. So um, we've, been, we've been able to buy five shark tags now, um, and we're only at 20% minted, 21% minted. Um, and we just continue to, to contribute um, and, and make these available to the research uh, facilities so that we can track the migration patterns and, and, and all the data and information on these sharks. So it's part of our Adopt the Shark program and, and just exciting to see some of this stuff come to fruition that we've been working on with them, So, um, which is kind of cool. Um, like everybody else mentioned before, you know, we've got a lot of other utility associated with our project. You know, we've got uh, unique Discord games. We've got a new trading card game in development, which is going to blow people's minds. Um, and it really is a lot of, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got our Metaverse uh, stuff happening um, with Worlds Beyond uh, by Snippets. And that um, is going to be pretty amazing. Uh, in the next two weeks, I think by the 9th or 10th of December, I think it is, uh, we'll be actually releasing our uh, apartments, Metaverse apartments. So everyone who owns a Salty Sharks NFT also gets a linked NFT uh, of the Metaverse apartment. And they can actually enter that Metaverse apartment, invite friends, uh, customize it with some of their artwork. Um, it's been themed towards our project's theme. Uh, it's tied directly to the NFT, so you'll see it on OpenSea. You can actually um, you can actually uh, uh, enter it via OpenSea. It's it's really exciting. So, um, and you're going to have that ability to um, to also within a few weeks use your NFT that's associated with it as the 3D avatar in that uh, metaverse apartment and in also the world of orbit where the metaverse is. So, uh, these are just extra things that we're doing for free for our holders. Uh, and providing that as additional value and utility. If you sell that NFT, then the apartment associated with it, and the, and obviously the three D model goes with it. But uh, so you know, it's extra value on secondary for those who want to sell them as well, um, which is pretty cool. So, um, so I can't wait for that. That's only a couple of weeks away. Uh, and of course, our metaverse aquariums, which is where we partner with our real world aquariums uh, partners, and we create three D. Uh, metaverse versions of those aquariums in full detail 
for people to visit and explore at their own pace in their own time, uh, uh, much like a game environment, but you're experiencing a, a an aquarium and you're listening to presentations by experts and yeah, um, you know you're checking out the different tanks and exhibits and and learning about the different species, specifically obviously sharks. Uh, and it's just going to be an amazing experience that you can do on VR goggles or computer or console or even mobile. So, Thank you, Rob. Why don't we take a moment and follow one another? There's some great projects that are here in this space. I saw a moment ago, Edwin, uh, dear friend and community manager for One Planet. Uh, he popped in. We're glad to have him in. And Edwin, I don't know if you're able to come up and speak. If you're able, please request. But uh, we did have a little conversation at the end where, or I mean, at the beginning, where the Magic Eden partnership uh, was was you know was discussed some, and maybe you can give some input on that as well. Uh, the potential for Polygon uh, with the Magic Eden uh, partnership, but Tyler, I will, first of all, Tyler, man, congratulations! This this uh, new role with Polygon Alliance very well deserved. You're going to do so well for them. And um, go ahead, Tyler, you had a question. Yeah, thank you so much. The thing with Polygon Alliance is amazing. And um, I'll, I'll speak about that maybe later on. But I just want to say about Salty Sharks, we've just recently partnered with them. And they're what a project. Honestly, if, if you like in-depth projects, get in their Discord. Um, number one, their law which blows my mind and I'm very jealous over because our law isn't as good as theirs, um, is audio. It's an audio book, is their law. It's incredible. Honestly, it's if you're one of those people who likes to get into a Discord and just get lost within the channels of just amazing, and, and none of it's rubbish, it's all quality information, get in there. Just, just go in the Discord and I'll see you in a couple of days because it's that good. Honestly, um. Because I'm a founder, I have to stop myself from going in there sometimes because I know I'll just forget all my meetings and all my responsibilities because how amazing it is. And what an amazing guy and what an amazing team and what, they, what they're doing. I just wanted to ask a quick question. and I should know this, but I've been very busy. Who is the metaverse through? Because you, you guys are doing such amazing things. Really, really cool. And the metaverse is obviously something that... Do you know what I mean? I've got a massive buzz around, and I, I love seeing any project that puts their foot into the metaverse. So if you could speak just quickly about who you're doing that for. I don't know if you did mention it, um, but if you could just speak a little bit on that, Rob, that'd be great. Oh, absolutely, mate. And look, thank you for those very kind words. That's I, I'm really honoured because I'm a big fan of what you're doing with Lost Hope Society. So, yeah, to have... To have you say that about us, you know, it, it really does bring a tear to the eye. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and you just and you did remind me that I forgot to mention the comics. Oh, my God. Anyway, never mind. I'll get back to that later. Um, but, yeah, the, the metaverse is through uh, Worlds Beyond by Snippets. So don't be confused. There's another Worlds Beyond out there that have recently come up. Um, and I don't know anything about it, so I can't comment on it. But um, it's not the same. So look up uh, Worlds Beyond by Snippets. Um, and uh, or I can send you a link. Um, they're launching their first world, which is Orbit, um, in December, so a couple of weeks. Um, and that world is going to be experiencing um, a range of different businesses and projects are building experiences in their world. So, for example, there's a group that's building uh, escape rooms in their world. Uh, we're building aquariums for people to visit and experience. 
Um, and there are other people like our Metacom is building a conference facility and exhibition facility where people can hold, you know, spaces like this, for example, can be hosted duly in this as well as in the metaverse and people can join via either one. Uh, and that's pretty cool. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting um, feature uh, with a lot of capabilities. So, um, so worlds beyond by snippets. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to hook you up with um, a meeting with Darren who's their founder and, and, and obviously head tech, and he's doing some incredible stuff. You know, it's not centralized, uh, centrally located servers, so it's not capped on population. Um, it's not ca- you know, it's, it doesn't start lagging out when you get 50 people in there. Um, it's capable of handling, um, you know, thousands of people per instance, which is just phenomenal. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good um, world and it's a really good platform, and there's, there's over 120 projects and businesses, real-world businesses as well, that are putting events into this metaverse and putting experiences in the metaverse for people to enjoy. I concur with everything Tyler said about Rob and the Salty Sharks Project. You need to go to their Discord. In fact, we've tried to emulate, especially like their onboarding of new people into their Discord is incredible. I love what they're doing. And also, Rob and Salty Sharks in the Collab Center helped introduce me to like the metaverse meetup concept. And I think that's where everything's headed some point in the future. And I, I pinned at the top, uh, we're actually, because Rob introduced me to this metaverse meetup concept, we're actually hosting one tonight. We're going to see how it goes. So if you've never had a metaverse meetup with other projects, you ought to just pop in just to see what can be done through these meetups. You, you don't have to choose spatial, but, you can kind of see the potential in these metaverse meetups and not just having the audio, but having the visual and the interaction, I think is incredible. Uh, Escapeverse, go ahead. Go ahead. So I, yeah, I admit I would, I went dropped down to listening because I had to shower my toddler, but I was listening along and I heard some, some key words here of escape room and metaverse. And so I'm just curious to know, like what, um, so to you, Salty, um what could where where are these other metaverses with with escape rooms being built and i'd like to get involved because i as an escape room owner being the puzzle destination in the metaverse and my whole goal is eventually to have an entire metaverse of escape rooms but you know you got to start somewhere so i'm just curious to know if you could uh maybe maybe re uh revisit those points i'd appreciate it that's all right. Um, I'm happy to. And, and look, let me also introduce you to the, the people at Worlds Beyond by Snippets who are building this. So they've got a number of worlds that are being built uh, and released, and Orbit is the first, but um, there are others coming as well. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. I can hook you up with a meeting with uh, Darren, and, um, and you can have a chat with him about your project and, and, the, meta- and the escape rooms you're building. Um, and, yeah, by all means, like at the end of the day, the more experiences and the more of these um, – uh, things that people can do in the metaverse, it gives people a reason to be coming back to them. It, it gives them a reason to be to be going there with their friends on a regular basis, which is what this is all about. Like, you know, ultimately metaverses at the moment, you know, it's obviously very new and they're very very raw and tested, and and there's not a lot for people to do in them. You know, they wander around. They go there for a specific purpose, like these meetings that we're talking about, and that crypto cruise hosting. And I'm going to definitely go and and pop into that one. So I'll, I'll find that and have a and join you guys. But um, but uh, it's that what what is drawing people back to repeat 
visit, drawing back to keep coming back. And, you know, the escape rooms and the aquariums that we're building, um, it gives people a uh, reason to come back. And there's another group that are building shopping malls where you can actually go and shop and, and real world shop stuff, but in the metaverse, you can meet up with your friends there and, uh, you know, you can walk around in your avatars for your various projects, which is going to be really exciting. So, um, yeah, so it, it gives these metaverses that are being built, it gives people a reason to keep coming back to them because they're dynamic, they're not static, um, and they're not driven by a central theme or a central program or a central uh, purpose. They're driven by all the different projects that are in there building their various aspects to it. So um, that's kind of pretty exciting as well. Um, so, yeah, early days, obviously, they're still in the process of launching the First World Orbit, but pop into our Discord. Um, I'll hook you up with a conversation with Darren, who's in there as well. Uh, same with you, Tyler. Uh, and you guys can talk direct to him and and, uh, and have a look at it. I mean, I am i don't need to get involved, but I'm happy to facilitate it. So. Well, thank thanks you for- so much. Sorry, yeah, I'll be Thanks, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, great question. I, you guys, I hope you can continue, continue this conversation and, and move forward with that. That'd be great. Looking forward to see what transpires from that. John Ricky has been so patient. He has a question. Thank you for being patient. Go ahead and go ahead and speak. Thank you for your patience. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Go ahead. My question is, how will you build a strong relationship with communities? And let us know how your project can get involved through the NFT community. That's it. Could you repeat that one more time, John? I want to make sure we had the question and any of our guests could answer this question, but could you repeat it one more time? My question is, how will you build a strong relationship with communities? And let us know how your project can get involved through the NFT community. Okay. Do one of our yeah, guests want to take that? Yes, sir. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for the question. Um, in regards to community, I think the first thing we could say is the room we're in right now. You've just had a founder offering another founder something that they have. On Polygon, at least, and that's all I can speak on, is we share things. None of us are up here with egos. None of us are up here hoarding things away. Do you know what I mean? Rob from Salty Sharks could say, no way. That's my metaverse deal. None of you can have it. I'm better than you now. But he doesn't want to share it with us. If founders can do that with each other, that's the first thing. In Polygon, we're not in competition. I've never felt like it. We're really a big family that are all trying to lift each other up. I know me personally in Lost Hope Society, if I get a good deal, everyone's getting a good deal because I'm going to find a way to get them all in there. But to dial into your question, what are we doing for our communities? Lots. Utility is for the community. At the end of the day, there's a lot of projects out there, and I'll be very blunt about it, that put out a big collection, get the money, and that's all you're getting. That's not really good for a community. Utility is for the community. It's not for the founders, because to create utility is very difficult. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of money, and it's very stressful to do. And whenever you're doing something from a utility standpoint, you're not thinking of yourself. You're thinking of the, the the community and how you can give them something. 
to enjoy it, to make it more than just these JPEGs, just these pictures. So it, it, I, I can go into specifics of what that means. So for Crypto Crew, Crypto Crew are doing music, music NFTs. They're going to be doing further on down the line that you will get a song, your own song for holding a certain NFT. Salty Sharks, as I said, from holding an NFT, you're going to be able to go into the metaverse in your own apartment. And there's so many more. And there's amazing people in this room. Do you mean you've got escape rooms? What they're doing is absolutely amazing. Uh, an escape room that you can do in Web3. And then Amanda from SOS Kids, when you have people for their communities, is they're bringing people together and donating to charities and helping real-world causes. So I think the one thing I'd say about Polygon and all these projects, about what we're doing for our community is we're doing, we're offering as much as we can. And I know hand on heart, any one of these founders up here, if their community wanted something, if the collective community asked for something, they'd get it. And that's the thing. You can, you as a founder, you present what you can as a project. Like, do you mean? I imagine in Salty Sharks, not everybody asks for the metaverse, but you present it. And it's that fact of none of we're all here to make a little bit of money, but we're here to make a difference in this space. And I can say this not for a second. Community is everything. Without the community. What are we? We're nothing. So I hope that answers your question. Um, if you want me to dial in on anything, I'm happy to as well. Thank you so much. It was a great question. Tyler, I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't think there's a lot that could be added there, but thank you for your, your comments. Tremendous. Let's do this. Tyler mentioned Amanda from SOS Kids. And Amanda, could you just give us a brief update on your project? And then I want to get Edwin up to the mic and just... Uh, maybe address that the uh, Magic Eden uh, situation and what that might bring and what that might mean to the Polygon ecosystem. Amanda, welcome to the space. Hi, guys. Thanks for inviting me up. Oh, man, we've just had a whole lot of life in the last month. Everybody's been sick. I had a back injury. We didn't get to move very quickly. But what did happen in the midst of all of that, I got to be in one of Dave's spaces and met a man who was in the exact same situation my son was. So just a brief overview, the SOS Kids Club is a charitable nonprofit organization that is dedicated to loving and supporting the child survivors of suicide, inspired by my son who lost his father in January of this year. And I met a man in one of Dave's spaces who lost his dad um, to suicide when he was 14 years old as well. And so he has been tremendously helpful in helping me figure out what our NFT project is going to be. And I'm very excited about it. And it's super simple. We're going to create an arcade. And I'm hoping to have our first game done soon. And they are very simple games and they will be pay to play because we are a charitable nonprofit organization. All of that money will go directly into the foundation and, and they're just going to be fun little games. That'll be like 0.1 Matic. Like there'll be pennies on the dollar to play and listening to you guys talk about these, the metaverse spaces. I'm like, 
oh, we could maybe have our arcade in a metaverse somewhere. Like, how much fun would that be? So my wheels are spinning again, and I'm pretty happy about that because the last month has been a whole lot of keeping my family alive because they've been so sick, and then me being laid out for two full weeks because of a back injury. And so I'm. this is the first space I've been in for what feels like ever. And I'm happy to be here and get to talk about our project a little bit and to just listen to Tyler's accent. Like, (laughs) isn't that the highlight? I mean, let's be real. (laughs) Thank you so much. Amanda, you're such an amazing person. For sure. And I I, I said, I said from day one when when we first spoke to you that you'd find your niche in this space. And that's incredible. Dave is always just bringing people together. That is incredible. And Amanda, it goes without saying, your partner of the Lost Hope Society, if there's anything we can do to help you to, to, to mean, get into the metaverse or, or anything, anything to make this this hard work become a reality, you let us know and we'll help you because you, you come from such an amazing place. Honestly, it's I love it. It's, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. And there's a good chance that I will take you up on that at some point in time. I So what we like, my main focus is providing in-home th- therapy sessions to kiddos who were in a similar situation as my son. And I, in order to provide those services, it's going to take a, an entire mountain pile of money. So I, we ended up having to delay our fundraiser that we were going to do. But some of the people that I've reached out to um, I'm hoping that it will all come together to where some of the gamers that I was hoping that are live streamers, I would, I'm hoping they'll be able to play our game. So it'll get a ton of exposure in the not too distant future, but everything's still kind of loose ends in the wind at this point, And we are just in the very early stages of this. But my understanding is that because the games are so simple, they only take a couple of weeks to develop. We're not, we're not doing anything super complicated and we're not offering a heck of a lot of utility really. I mean, when you, there'll be NFT, you know, in order to get in, you have to buy one of our NFTs, but our NFT holders will be, you know, lifetime. They'll have like a lifetime sponsor badge and we'll have access to anything else we can think of in the future, which I've been stalking these NFT spaces for a long time now and just kind of trying to figure it out, right? Like just trying to figure out where and what we're going to do. And I'm sure I'll have more ideas and I will be excited to provide more utility in the future. But until then, I'm just, I'm really excited about our arcade. I just think it'll be a ton of fun and it'll be something that people can play for super cheap. That'll be a donation directly into the, and back into the foundation. So I'm, ex- I'm excited. <laughs> I love you so much, Amanda. I love it. And yeah. I, I'll let you speak in a second, Tony. I just got to say, like, I love that. I'll play that arcade. Because the thing is, you say about utility, and I, I harp on about our utility, but I want to say utility is very important, but you have a real-life problem that you're solving. That's utility. And I love it that you've come into this space being like, I want to solve this problem. I don't really know how to do it within Web3, but I'm going to try. And you get in there, and that's the the main thing. It's amazing. I'll play that arcade. Of course I will. Well, do you mean, what what games have we got in Discord? I'd rather hop into the SOS Kids Arcade and flip a couple of Matic and, you know, come and play some cool games. If you get Pac-Man in there or something like that, 
I'm pretty much going to be there for life. So we'll we're, see. Yeah, those are the kind of games that we're looking to do. Just super basic, like old Atari type games. Although the first one that he came up with is a little bit different. But yeah, like, yes, exactly. That's what I want. Like a basic Can I make a request? Kind of yeah, of course. Can you get Snake in there? If you can get Snake in there, my partner, she's not very, she she doesn't care for Web3. She understands it, but um, she loves Snake. So maybe that's my way in to get her into Web three, and then and I, I've got a I've got a suggestion for you. If you can design have some kind of game design that incorporates Tyler's voice, it will be a global <laughs> hit. Guys, you're gonna stop angling up my voice, guys. Come on, we love the voice, man. We love the voice. What can we say? I don't mind. If you want me to be a spokesman for the project, I will do it. I don't mind. If you, keep, if you keep talking up his voice, and how am I going to be able to afford him to, uh, you know, record the next episode of my uh, audio book, say? Come on. You know, think about the wallet here. Like, I can't afford him if you keep talking it up. Well. Exactly. It's going through the roof now. That's right. Well, thank you, Amanda. It's always good to see you in our spaces, and you know we have much love for you and your project. And, um, yeah, we're excited about the future for you guys. Let's do this. Edwin is in the space, and Edwin, thank you for what you're doing for One Planet. You're much loved in the community. And by the way, I also see we had Terra Spaces here. We appreciate what they do. Uh, they record a lot of these spaces, and it's really professionally done, and they're archived, and we appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, it's good to see Lars and Joe from SIVA in the space. But Edwin, this Magic Eden announcement, talk to us about that. Yeah, what's up, everyone? Thanks, uh, Matic Man, for having me here as a speaker. It's been cool to hear those stories from the projects here. I think for me, what what's uh, the most important is going back to uh, like humanizing people, right? I think that in in the last two years, we went through this roller coaster ride of making a lot of money from NFTs, from crypto investments, and then now losing a lot of money from still. Um, holding on to those bags. But I think ultimately what I've enjoyed this last uh, year has been getting to meet people. And I'm hearing the same from you guys and collaborating and sharing the the creativity about making this space better, right? And, and how to bring fun into the conversation as well and not making it so much about um, a financial aspect of Web3, even though there is a lot of that. Um, with that being said, you know, I think Magic Eden coming to Polygon is a good thing for for everybody. Uh, I think it's a good thing for them because obviously we're seeing how Solana has been struggling the last uh, few weeks because of the FTX stuff and then before that, the creator royalties issues. So I think that them coming to Polygon and focusing on gaming is going to be good for them. Uh, but then also from the Polygon side, um, we're, we're going to get more NFT collectors and investors into Polygon. And they're going to be looking at what projects are, are building, um, you know, what projects are, are trending, uh, what kind of innovation, you know, the builders are, are taking advantage of uh, within Polygon, right? Polygon, I think, presents uh, some kind of infrastructure that's very similar to Solana. Uh, and so that uh, can be something that uh, 
NFT collectors that are coming from from Magic Eating um, can look into. Uh, and I think in general in Web three, we even though we're uh, one planet, you know, we're here in Polygon and and we want to contribute to Polygon as much as possible. I think in general we want to just continue to onboard people, and I think Magic Eating has created that huge presence. Um, and and so them doing this thing where they started in Solana, then to ETH, then to Polygon, continues to show that uh, at the end of the day, the blockchain uh, is not as important as the builders and the communities that are built on top of that. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to to see what they bring to the table. I think from a marketplace perspective, right now what's important is just figuring out how you can continue to innovate and show builders what is possible with nfts right and so just one example with one planet we just released uh, the the tower kind of platform right so so tower is a token but um that token is used in the ecosystem um for their gaming their mobile games and so now in one planet you can use the tower token to to trade for those NFTs. And what that does is it adds utility to the tower token. So if there are any other NFT projects that have their own token, that is something that one planet can support now. And, and so that's one thing that I think from a marketplace perspective is huge right now is how can you create more tools for builders and for communities so that they want to stick around in your own marketplace, right? That's really the only way right now to, to differentiate yourself from that, um, I think. It's a race to the bottom with like uh, platform fees as well. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of the popular platforms right now go into like that zero um, creator royalty fees, and uh, we're still supporting what we're honoring what the builders want for their creator royalty. So I think there's so many conversations to have here, right? But ultimately, I think the, uh, a marketplace has to also find its unique value proposal for for builders to use their platform out for collectors as well very well said edwin a lot of great uh, information share that someone want to ask him a question he's been with one planet for a while now so well respected and the space does someone have a question or comment doesn't have to be about the the magic eating but maybe you have a thought about that as well anyone me again <laughs> as long as you don't mind tony hey hey we get to hear your voice more it's all good i know um i just want to say i love one planet but i think you, you've got to give props to one planet like let's not forget where they came from it, it was from the terror crash and they managed to still keep their community whole and bring them over to polygon and to me personally i i've seen quite a few mints on there um the newest one that I was involved in that I, that I minted into was uh, Knights and Peasants, which was amazing. And just seeing how that went on, on one planet. And it was incredible. It was really, really good. And I think as a platform, I think it's great the Magic Eden's coming over. But then really, if we look at Polygon, how many big marketplaces have we got? So I think it's nice to have a variety. And I've always said that 
Polygon is like the little brother, the underdog. And we're starting to see now these big brands taking notice. So I think that One Planet have positioned themselves fantastically that I don't think it's a one horse race. I think that when Polygon explodes, like it's going to, like Tony, we've said top three for a long time now, and I really see it in the next bull market. And I think that One Planet are going to be a staple in this market because they, they I respect any project or any marketplace or any tool that has been through real adversity and it's hard to talk about with the terror there isn't much bigger than that and and they come out on top and still manage to to in a really quick time provide real a, a real marketplace for people on polygon and and Jimmy, my project's not even on there, but I'm thankful for what they've done for this space as well. That they they honoured the Terra projects, but then now they're giving a, a foothold for people on Polygon as well, and really blending the communities. Which, when there's rug pulls and and really seedy stuff in this space, when you see a marketplace just push on through to get their old community, you mean their old community, and then make a new one I think it's it's, it's got to be applauded really hard so I think we can't ignore that that um, they will manage to do that that's incredible to me and Tyler I, I feel the same I have a great love and respect for One Planet and all the terror projects that went through what they went through but continued building it would have been so easy just to fold the tent and call it a day but these projects that weathered the storm and what the Terra projects brought to the Polygon ecosystem is is inestimable. The insight, the excitement, the enthusiasm, and just some of the innovation that they were uh, building in Terra, they've brought over to Polygon. So, yeah, mad respect. And I'm not saying this. Edwin's heard me say this in other spaces. I don't say this because I'm with One Planet now. Even when I was, Dave and I were social, and NARB were social media ambassadors for a time. And Dave and Narb still are. I've told them before, even if I wasn't officially an ambassador for One Planet, I would be an ambassador for One Planet because I believe in the project. I believe in the people and I believe in Polygon. And I know Polygon has heavily invested in One Planet and it's going to be successful. So, yeah, um, Magic Eden coming over isn't a negative for for One Planet. I think in the in the big picture, it's going to be a positive. And especially they're going to focus on the gaming side and uh, one planet is going to continue to build this uh, great community with Polygon with NFTs. Someone else. Edwin, anything else you could add there? Any uh, any alpha you can share about upcoming events on one planet? Yeah, well, uh, thank you guys again for <laughs> for uh, what you're saying about one planet. You know, I think it, in general, uh, we've tried uh, our our best to provide as much help to the different communities that we have, right? Uh, I think on my end as the community manager, I've been speaking a lot with the, the builders, right? And figuring out ways to continue to support them. Uh, one one thing that I would say there is that uh, we, we are hiring. We're looking for developers um, if they are in korea that 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 would work best since we have our headquarters over there um we we've been able to build as fast as fast as we can but but not as fast as other projects needed us to do it for example our launch pad that is something that should be available in december 
Um, but we had some projects uh, leave because they needed to mint for their communities. They have been waiting for a long time. And we have the dog, the dog house here, which, you know, they were one of the projects that were waiting for us, but um, they, they ended up going to Stargaze and, you know, I, I wish them the best, of course. Um, but I'm only saying this because we are also short on resources. Uh, we are looking to hire uh, bis- business dev uh, to help us uh, with those partnerships as well. Um, I think uh, as far as Alpha, it, it's really just uh, that we have a, a big vision for what we could um, bring to the NFT community. We right now are just building the basic infrastructure, right? Like the marketplace and the launch pad. Once the launch pad is ready, you'll the, the builders will have access to an English auction, a Dutch auction, the random box, um, those basic ones. But um, but outside of that, we want to be a bit more creative as well and um, have um, the ability for for creators to build around opening packs um, and a, around like a, an assemble disassemble feature where you can bring your NFTs uh, together uh, and and sell them together and then somebody else buys them and, and separates them and build and sells them individually. Um, so just different ways to, to make NFTs fun, right? As soon as you buy them, there's already some kind of utility, utility to them. Um, and then outside of the minting mechanism is going to be like a, creating a social feature. Uh, right now we feel like there isn't like a, a, a proper way, like a web three way to, really communicate with uh, with your communities uh, as a builder. And so that's one thing that we want to tackle, right? Just uh, adding messaging functionality and review functionality. And then that way you're able to, just within the platform, um, have that easy access and mainstream way to, to relay information to your community. Um, and, and so just thinking about things, things like that, right. Having a, a mid to long-term vision of how to continue to, to add value to, um, to NFT creators and the community as well. Um, I, I mean, short term, well, right now it's just a launch pad, just getting that out there and showing the Polygon community what our launch pad could do. Thank you, Edwin. Really excited about the future. We're just getting started. And really excited, bright future ahead. We're going to get through this bear market, bull market will come, and it's going to be exciting when this thing takes off again. Super exciting. Anyone else? It's been a good space. We've heard some from some great projects, some incredible people, big booms. Anything you'd like to add? Thank you for co-hosting today. Thank you for all oh. you're doing with all of the different projects you're working with. Oh, not a problem. I just. Uh... You know, I appreciate coming along and I love listening about some other groups. I haven't been not real up to date on like the Lost Hope uh, Society and stuff like that. So it's good to get some information from those too. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm kind of engrossed in, in, the, in the projects that I'm involved with. So sometimes I don't get as much a chance to, to spread my wings and get out and check out other places as much as I'd like. But uh it's not like I'm, you know, I, I enjoy the projects that I'm in. I believe in all of the projects and, uh, you know, it's, I'm looking for some in real life impact on these projects. And so far I've heard a lot of in real life impact, um, whether it's saving or helping conservation of trees or sharks or adding some type of 
entertainment like the escape rooms um yeah it's all all fantastic the sos kids sounds absolutely amazing god bless you for that um that's that's an amazing thing too um yeah it's i'm I'm just happy to be here and to listen to some projects that i normally don't i don't i don't dabble in polygon a whole lot but uh it looks like i'm missing out on some stuff so i need to get my butt over here i think (laughs) yes you do yes you (laughs) do And you have plenty of time. You're only you're only working with four different projects, so you should have I plenty know. of time. On I know. Time. I'm I'm a bit of a slacker, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again. Why don't we do this? Why don't we hear some last words, some last thoughts from Pachenko, and then some last thoughts from Tyler from Lost Hope Society? Go ahead, Pachenko. Do you have any last words or any closing thoughts you'd like to share with us, Pachenko? We're so glad you were able to be with us in this space today. We'll go ahead and turn it over to Tyler then. Absolutely. I'm always happy to uh, put some closing thoughts on it. Um, I'd say, how amazing is this? I just I just love these small, and, and when I say small, it's not like a thousand people in here, and just the positivity in this space. And do you mean, to be quite honest, a couple of weeks ago, my project hit a really hard patch and, and things went going right. I think I was having a bad day and then I read about FTX and everything was going bad. And then this week, it's been amazing. And that's the thing I think we always have to remember that we are so, and I know people say it, but we are so early. We, we are so primitive in, in this space. Like we, in years to come, we're going to look back and realize how early we were. And every person was building here is doing such an amazing job. And I just want to say to everybody that just, I was about to say, don't lose hope, because uh, that would be fitting. But yeah, don't lose hope. Keep doing what you're doing and work together. That's the one thing I will really, really say is work together, because the most joy I've got out of this space is, is helping others and helping lift other projects up, because it comes around in a funny way. I have helped projects out and later on down the line out of nowhere they've been able to help me in certain ways so just remember that with each other and as always just just stay your friendly and lovely selves because it's it's always a nice time to come to friendship fridays and just speak to nice people where there's no arrogance or egos there's just everybody wants everybody to do well and yeah i love you all guys that's what i wanted to say tyler i think i said this to edwin but i know i've said it to several people here in the last couple of weeks I'm not saying this to flatter you or because you're my friend, but I'm saying it because it's, it's true. Uh, you, you are a rising star in Web3, and you're going to hear more about Tyler, Lost Hope Society, um, what he's doing in the Web3 space now, working with, with Dave and Polygon Alliance. We appreciate what you're doing, man. The, your future is bright, and uh, we're glad you're, again, we're not... We're not trying to be Matic maximalist, but we are glad you're working in the Polygon ecosystem and glad for your friendship. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But it's, it's because of amazing people like you and the other people in this space that that, that can be possible. Do you know what I mean? There's so many great projects and just want to help each other. Like I've got to give Seabro a shout out. They're amazing people and so understanding and, and just helpful with everything. And there's projects that are just... We all want to help each other, and I, I can't speak for other blockchains, but I haven't seen it myself, that this this sense of just helpfulness. And I feel 
that's always going to work in the future. That's always going to work. This clamoring over each other to try to be the top dogs. Does it matter? Let, let's be honest. Does it matter? It doesn't. If we all help each other out. And, and do you mean you've got to have your own projects and you've got to put your, yourself first as well because at the end of the day, you've got a community that depends on you. I appreciate that. But helping other guys out and, and, and other people out as well is amazing. And we're lucky to have people in Polygon like Tony because i got to give it back to him. The Matic man is the Matic man for a reason. He's always got a kind word to say about others and never blows his, uh, his, his, his own trumpet, as he would say. He's um he's an amazing guy and has done the, the, the things behind the scenes you would not believe that this man has done for me. Ridiculous amounts. Like literally the, the things where do you mean he's got a million and twelve things to think about? And if I'm having a bad day, that guy's on the phone to me from across the world, making sure I'm doing okay, making sure I'm doing all right. He's um he's an amazing person and one planet are extremely lucky to have somebody like him with them. Yeah. <laughs> That's me, guys. It's late here. I'm going to get some sleep. <laughs> well, thanks, Tyler. Thank you for joining us, all of you. Why don't we close with this song? And I uh, hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Friendship Friday with the Crypto Crew, hosted by the Matic Man, recorded on Friday, November 25th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now, with Spark IBC enabled. Cool. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pain. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker. Fucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic Pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday And I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing Left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception The base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties Huge sums of money that go to the record label Per playback Can seem insultingly small Small Many rights holders are making around Three quarters of a cent Each time he listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. And say they're making pennies, say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabid dog Like a fake mating called at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music
Oasis.